Ladies and gentlemen, you know the name, you know the voice, you know exactly why I'm here. The Mike Messiah, Philip Antwine. I'm here to do a special Raw recap, but I don't have Baby Huey, don't have Brandon, don't have Brian. I have the uh, owner and co-founder, or the, 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 just the founder of Stockton Con and Lodi Con, Mr. Mike Miller. Mike, how you doing, bud? I'm great, man, but I'm fourth choice. Is that what no, I just heard? No, 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 no. Holy I mean, moly, dude. I mean, okay, if, if, if we're being real, I mean, Baby Huey doesn't come on the BC a lot. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> mainly over on the ITK. And, you know, it's it, it's late and, you know, Brian, he has he has kids and Brandon, he just won't do the shit. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what, let me let me let me talk to Mike. I've, I haven't talked to him a little in a little bit. I mean, we saw each other at West Coast Pro for briefly, briefly. But I'm like, you know, look, I haven't I haven't done a podcast with Mike. So let, let, let's see yeah. what's up. Yeah, man, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me back. It's uh, it has been a, it has been a bit. Yeah, I think uh, we did the interview, and then uh, like I think a few weeks later, I, you, you and I were on uh, in the click together, and that was it. Yeah, we need to we need to make this kind of a recurring thing, man. I appreciate it, man. Whenever you need me, man, I'm here for you. Absolutely. But before we get into Monday Night Raw, we're going to talk some Adam Cole stuff. Let's let's promote some Stockton Con, uh, September 11th and 12th. That's uh, coming up here in a couple weeks, so it's fast. It's vastly approaching. Yeah, you got some big names from the wrestling world. You got Booker T. You got Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, uh, X Pac, and you have a uh, you, you you have another one that that that's uh, coming in. It hasn't been announced yet. Correct, but you you did fail to mention Jerry the King Lawler, who is one of my all time favorites. So he's a he's a big get get for us. He's been here before, but it's been about six years. So Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer. I see you, man, putting in his work. But we try to do what we can. But, yes, you are right. There is one person that we haven't announced yet, and we are giving you the exclusivity on the announcement. You are getting the first drop of this knowledge. Um, we are very, very happy to have uh, Lisa Marie Varon, uh, formerly Victoria, in WWE as a special guest coming up at StockyCon. What? Okay. I think she just made an appearance in the Royal Rumble earlier this year. Uh, criminally underrated. If you ask me, I, I think she should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, she's one of the best to truly ever do it, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, she's had a great career. She had a. She also had a really, really strong career in, in TNA as Tara. And yeah, yeah, she had a. I, I thought she really uh, did some great things in both companies. Absolutely, that's awesome, man. Hey, I I went to I went to Stockton Con last year. You know, before the world shut down, and uh, it, it's a cool vibe. That was my first ever Comic Con. Man, so that I, I love that. And I went to Lodi Con this year. Uh, yeah, man. So I, I enjoy these. I'll I'll be there, man. I'll, I'll I'll I might not be able to make day two, but I'll be there for day one for sure. <laughs> Great, man. It's you know it's a family event. We uh, we have uh, you know a lot of different comic creators and you know vendors that are selling all sorts of things and get you a chance to get back to your childhood a little bit. And it's just you know we we like to do it as a as a, a fun safe family event absolutely speaking of vendors a good buddy of mine west ghost design will be in the building on both days i'm excited to go see him and chop it up with him uh i was hanging out with him at load icon man he, he he has a lot of cool stuff oh yeah he does he does a real great job of, of of everything that he does and you know and he's he's just he's out there supporting independent wrestling i mean you see you can see in some of his shirts and 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 some of the things that he's done i mean he's really just out there helping yeah, man, made championships for a lot of the companies out here in the Bay. So he's uh, he's doing the damn thing. 
let's let's jump right into it. So uh, Adam Cole apparently signed another extension through um, Friday uh, of this week. And, you know, he uh, he took the big L to uh, Tyler Riley at TakeOver 36 in the Undisputed finale. And, you know, the rumors are are speculating, man. I mean, Cole has stated his Twitch isn't going anywhere and people think, oh, he's going to go somewhere else because I guess people on the main roster, they're not allowed to have third party uh, platforms such as Twitch and other things like that. But uh, you told me that he's a. Uh, He's going to be on um, an action figure reveal video coming up pretty soon. So on Thursday, they talked about uh, Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole will be um, hosting a like a Mattel product reveal for you know future action figures and toys. So, you know, it's just one of those things where who knows what Adam Cole is going to be doing. He, he puts over Kyle O'Reilly and they, you know, that could kind of seemingly ends maybe his run in NXT. So maybe he goes to AEW eventually. Maybe he goes to SmackDown. Maybe he goes to Raw. Who knows? Okay, okay. I mean, but I mean, I think the bottom line for me is if you know if you're doing a reveal about future things in your company, maybe you know you don't. You maybe you put Gargano with somebody else. Yeah, that that that's true. Maybe this is like their last ditch effort to kind of get him to put pen to paper on a new deal. I mean, we have seen WWE give people the grand send-off a la uh, Dean Ambrose, who then left and, you know, showed up in AEW on their first show as John Moxley. So, I mean, I don't know, man. It's it, it's interesting because, I mean, AEW, they have a stacked roster. Like, they just got CM Punk. And if, if the rumor is Daniel Bryan's coming pretty soon. And if Adam Cole were to walk in the door also, it, it just helps legitimize that company. True, but it's also for you look at it from from Adam Cole's standpoint. I mean, I, I I don't know anything, you know, really about what what his, what's on his mind. But it's like, are, what are you going to do? Like, if you go into to AEW right now, that roster, like you just mentioned, is stacked. So, you know, where do you slot in? There, there are already, you know, there's already like I think about eighty to ninety people, maybe something around there. Yeah, like seventy of them alone are like men. <laughs> you, you know, so the roster stacked. It, it, it boils down to this. I said this on the podcast a few weeks ago. What do you want a main event, WrestleMania or Double or Nothing? Yeah. It, it, I mean, Adam Cole, like, he, he's so good in the ring. Like he said in that promo with Karrion Cross. what makes him special, they ring the freaking bell. You can't deny his charisma. You can't deny what he does in the ring. The guy is nice in between those ropes in that squared circle. So if I were him, I'd – I'd, I'd, I'd make the smarter choice and stick with WWE and, you know, go to SmackDown or something, man, you know, tear it up with Nakamura and, and guys like Big E and Apollo, you know, mixed in the IC title scene that eventually move up and have like a, maybe a month or two program with Reigns. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, there's so many different possibilities now though, too. Um, you know, obviously with Britt Baker and AEW, that's a, Selling point, maybe, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Or, and I mean, maybe, maybe he wants to work other places. Like we, we never, we never saw him in Impact, and you know, AW has a relationship with them, so maybe, maybe that's something that interests him as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it. The great thing about wrestling right now is there's there's so many different opportunities for people, and you know, whether it's NWA, ROH, you know, Game Changer. I mean, to a all pro wrestling West Coast and, you know, FSW in Vegas and NWA. Like, I mean, there's so much. Even New Japan's got a really big American presence in, and it's in L.A. 
Yeah, I mean, or he could maybe MLW. You know, that's that's not a company that people throw around a lot. He could be uh, kind of the really big fish in a uh, medium-sized pond. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there's just the, the aesthetic of him wrestling uh, Jacob Fatu. That that's something that interests <laughs> me. You know what I mean? I'm Jacob Fatu wrestling anyone's intriguing. Yeah, hey, he just tore it up with uh, Robert Martyr at a GSW Global Festival last weekend, man. <laughs> well, that match with uh, with Daniel Garcia was great at, at West Coast too. Yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of the same thing. Martyr's one of uh, Garcia's students. So I was like, okay, I can I can see the similarities there. But uh, yeah, I mean, Fatu with anybody is it, it's awesome. So, but it, it is going to be very interesting to see where Adam Cole lands. Uh, inevitably, um, maybe they just kind of keep him off TV, and they have that. The, the rumors the draft is coming in October, and. You know, maybe they, they draft him finally. I'd say put him on SmackDown. I think he'll be a better fit there, in my personal opinion. But um, Yeah, I think so, yeah. I mean, you know, it, there's, there's you know, everybody's saying that, you know, SmackDown is stacked. Well, yeah, I mean, you just had their two, one of the two of the biggest returns in the, in the company in the last two years, and they both are going to SmackDown. That, Becky Lynch and, and Brock Lesnar. That's true. Um, I mean, but I mean, SmackDown's more of it's always been more of the wrestling show. And what's Adam Cole? He's very charismatic, but he's also a very sure. talented wrestler. So, I mean, that would be a nice way to bulk up time. Give him a 15 minute match with anybody. Sure. We're going to we're going to get into the raw recap, though. So it's uh, it, it's post SummerSlam. A lot of big things happened on SummerSlam. But what were your overall thoughts of uh, SummerSlam, by the way, real quick? I really enjoyed it. I know we talked off air about uh, you didn't love the the Becky Lynch, you know, the, the kind of the, where it went. I thought, I mean, it was an incredible reaction to her. Um, uh, you know, the, the the crowd just went nuts because they hadn't seen her in 17 months, right? So um, to have her come out was great. I agree with you, though. I did not, I did not love, you know, that instant, you know, win and and moving forward from there. I'm I'm really really hoping that they do not derail Bianca Belair because of that because I I think she's a she's outstanding. Yeah, I mean she for for the since what January since she won the Rumble she's elevated herself won the title off Sasha she she held it down. Um, yeah, just I, I I didn't I didn't like what they did. It's WrestleMania nine all over again. <laughs> yeah, well, you know it, it's it's one of those things where like. You know, everybody's unhappy with with that result, or at least most people. I mean, I think a lot of, there were a lot of Becky fans out there that were happy about it, but yeah, you know, and and there's a, there's all these other rumors that are going around. It's like I I really, you know, rumors are rumors. You you just you want to see how it plays out on TV, and and I really hope this gives Bianca an opportunity to get right back into it with Becky and set something up for the future. And I, I think that that's important right now. The most important thing is how they handle Bianca coming back in my opinion. Absolutely. 100% man. So we uh, kick off Monday night raw with the almighty WWE champion, Bobby Lashley and his, uh, his homie MVP. You know, they're talking about Goldberg and, uh, you know, uh, Lashley choking out Goldberg's son, Damian priest, the new United States champion comes out to the ring and so he challenges Lashley. Lashley, he, you know, he was suited and booted up, goes, changes into the combat gear. Um, they have a nice little singles match. Sheamus comes out, interferes. Then Drew McIntyre uh, makes a run out, so it turns into your, you know, traditional, oh, we're going to do a tag team match. 
And, uh, yeah, all in all, Drew McIntyre and Damian Priest defeat Bobby Lashley and Sheamus after Lashley, he's had enough, and he leaves uh, Sheamus to get uh, his head kicked off by Claymore. Yeah, um, this is your kind of your standard, you know, single match turns into a tag team match that you see many times. But I I really like – I like the promo. I, I, I'm interested to see where this all kind of goes because, obviously, you know, we're still in that storyline of Drew not getting a title shot. Um, and, you know, and he, and he already kind of ran through Sheamus a while back. So, you know, a lot of people that I talk to, are, they're, they're big Drew fans, but it's also about finding Drew what's going to fit him for that next step. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he needs to be away from the title for a very long time. So, you know, Lashley having it, that, uh, that, that actually helps him because, I mean, he's done with gender. So it is just a matter of finding what else Drew can do in the meantime. Um, but they, after the match, you know, uh, Sheamus confronts Lashley and they, they tease that I'm, I'm not opposed to it. Cause I mean, Sheamus very underrated, like he's nice in the ring too. And that, that would just be a hoss fight. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. Uh, definitely transitioning. And this is kind of one of those things that you see. That's a kind of a, a standard booking protocol where, you know, the, the guy loses the title at the pay-per-view and then next thing you know, he's right. He's kind of elevated into that next program because he was, a you know, he did a, a really nice job uh, with the title. Yeah. He, he, you know, and, and, and dropping it to, to dropping it to um, Damian Priest is, you know, he's no slouch either. So, and they've been kind of building him. So like, it's, I'm not sure if he's where he needs to be yet, if that makes sense. Like, okay. I think he's gotten a lot better than when he came in. I just, you know, he's – this could be a big thing for him to to see how he does with the title. Absolutely. It's it's either going to make him or break him. And I, I feel like the, the mid-card titles are starting to uh, go back to how, how they used to be to where you, uh, you know, you hold on to it for some time and then you drop in and then you instantly get elevated into the uh, lower main event or even just the traditional main event like it was back sure. in the day with the IC and how the U.S. title was in the NWA and et cetera. So, I mean, if uh, what Extreme Rules is coming up, if, if we do Lashley and Sheamus just for that one pay-per-view, why not? Make it a false count sure. anywhere. Let them, let them beat the hell out of each other. I'm fine with that. Right. Uh, you know, and obviously there's there's more to the Goldberg story, too. Yes. The, the, the rumor is uh, Lashley and Goldberg inside Saudi, which, uh, I mean, it I, that's interesting. But there's also the thing Goldberg's never lost at those events, and that, that kind of scares me a little bit. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. But, you know, it's at this point in his career, it's it's almost like he's kind of, he, you know, he kind of is a transitional champion in a way. You know, he won the title at, at in, in Saudi Arabia and then he lost it. Um, I think either the next pay-per-view or shortly thereafter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Charlotte Flair cuts a promo. You know, she talks about how she's the 12-time women's champion. Um I, I thoroughly enjoyed this, man. I mean, Charlotte, she, she's she's one of the best to ever do it, man. I, me and uh, me and Brian on the show, like we just we put her over so just hard because she she's great. You you can't deny it. She's genetically superior. You know, her father has the most world titles in history. Now she has the most women's world championships in history. It it it, it couldn't have rid itself any better. What do you think of um the whole Nikki Ash thing in her time as champion, and then? What are your thoughts on Charlotte racking up 12? I feel like 
the Nikki ASH stuff was, it, it felt like it was a real nice hot shot, kind of like quick. It kind of happened quick, right? Like, I mean, she got the, you know, she got the money in the bank and then cashed in right away and won it. And then it's like, now we're two months later and it's already gone. So like, I think again, you know, I talk about this a lot and, and you maybe are like, Mike, can you think of something else to say? But like, it's like, what, what happens when you lose that title? Like, what do you do to maintain your aura? And that's really, that's the key for her right now. Now, obviously, you know, she's going to get a, a rematch at some point, you know, she tagged with, I know you're going to get to it, but she tagged with Rhea Ripley on this show. So like, I don't know, there, there were some booze for her at SummerSlam. I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, what, what is her character to you right now? Uh, it, you know, like I, I, let's talk about the booze real quick. You know, people, they booed it, but then when they found out it was her idea, they kind of just like, they didn't really react. If, if that makes sense. They're just right. like, oh, okay, this is her idea. We're not going to boo it because we thought Vince made this stupid thing. Um, I just, I, I don't know what to think of it. It's, it's basically if Hurricane won the title back in the day, which I think that would have been a bigger deal because he was over like Rover. But um, I honestly just find a way to go back to insane Nikki Cross. You, you know, like, because I, I don't see how, how you can play this up in the long term. Sure, you can sell the costume and make some nice little merch money with masks and capes and whatnot. But other than that, like, what what's she really there for? She, she's not going to really have a prominent spot on the card. I mean, as long as she's that character, she may never hold the title again. No, I can I can see her going on a losing streak and then going back to that twisted Nikki Cross character and then possibly regaining the championship and running roughshod over the uh, over the uh, the division. But then if she goes back to that twisted character on Raw, you're going to have two twisted characters and her and Alexa Bliss. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, what do you what's your take on Alexa Bliss? Because obviously she's kind of like the next the kind of the next in line, maybe. I mean, she hasn't I, she hasn't held held the title in like three years, I think. So I mean, and this v- version of her that that's that that intrigues me. I, I I you know what? But and Charlotte just got it back, so I, I need Charlotte to have a long run with it. You know, so um, at some point in time, I I mean, I think I think Alexa will like she'll go up against Charlotte and lose. But I, I think at some point in time down the line, Alexa Bliss, as this current incarnation of herself, needs to be champion either on either Raw or SmackDown. Maybe go over to SmackDown to freshen things up. Possibly, yeah. I mean, in, you know, because this whole we're talking about evolution of characters and kind of where they where they end up, right? So if we're looking at the evolution of of Alexa Bliss, this whole thing came out of the, the Bray Wyatt as the fiend, right? So like. You know, is this at what point does this kind of wear off? And I, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I know some people love it. I'm not a big fan of the doll. Um, yeah, the, you know, doll, so, the doll is cringy. But uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's just one of those things where, um, you know, it because she was such a I love the the other Alexa Bliss character. You know, and before she became this, you know, the, the playground, the kind of the evil Alexa Bliss. And so, like, you know, there's definitely something to it. But, like, 
kind of the possession of people and, you know, you're kind of getting into Papa Shango territory and like, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, waiting to see where it goes. I mean, I could definitely see her having some good matches with Charlotte. That, that, that's true. Cause I mean, I keep saying people are underrated. Alexa's kind of underrated. She doesn't really get her just due for uh, how good she actually is inside of the ring. So, I mean, if this is the direction they go, okay. I I, I think – because Charlotte, she, I mean, she's pretty good acting-wise, and Alexa, her facial expressions and, and her mic work is tremendous. So, I think they could have some fun with Alexa trying to get in the head of Charlotte, but all in all, the queen stands tall over Little Miss Bliss. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the, that's the good result. And then, you know, and this is kind of a sidebar from where we were talking about, but, you know – I'm a big fan of Oscar and she is nowhere to be seen right now, other than on Twitter. I, I, I haven't seen these tweets, but I keep hearing about them. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go look. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where Oscar is, man. I don't know what's going on. And that's, you know, that's another one of those kind of freshen up by not being there kind of things. Yeah. yeah I mean, be, be gone long enough for them to miss you. Sure. Uh, this is probably the most talked about thing about Monday night raw carrying cross his new getup. Uh, people are saying he's the fourth member of demolition and so on and so forth. Uh, he has the mask. He has the, uh, the straps attached to the gear. He defeats Ricochet. I mean, Karrion Cross just uh, lost to Samoa Joe. He lost the NXT title. What are your thoughts on this new presentation of Mr. Karrion Cross? I thought he had a great presentation before. Yeah. Um, I mean, but they've they've taken away the things that kind of really made him cool, man. Like the, all the lights and the smoke and stuff, and obviously Scarlet. Scarlet was a huge part of his persona, and and you know who knows what's going on with that. But um, you know, I could see it being a uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't love it. I mean, maybe, maybe it'll grow on me. But uh, I, I I am a fan of Carrying Cross. I think he's outstanding. Um, in the ring is a, he's kind of your prototypical WWE kind of guy that is kind of fits that mold, right? Yeah, he does. Uh, he, he does wrestle the uh, traditional WWE style, but he, he, his, I guess his character is that he hits harder than others. So he'll, he'll wrestle this style a little harder. If that makes sense. Um, he, yeah, he, that's, without Scarlet, man, I feel like he's truly lost the stuff that makes him special. Yeah, that 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 um, the fallen prey, the 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 song, and everything that his that persona when he comes out at when he came out at NXT, I thought was out was outstanding. And you know, you kind of there's a, a little bit of a a loss there um, in this you know this helmet stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's just how wrestling fans are. I mean the. Like they they tripped over Jeff Hardy beating him on his first night and they they already don't care about that anymore, you know. So right. They they won't care about this in in a couple of weeks. Uh, it was the main event of the show, but Matt Riddle defeats AJ Styles, RK Bro, celebrating their tag team championship when AJ and almost come out there. Uh, AJ cuts a nice little promo, and Riddle and AJ they have they have a really good match. I mean AJ. He can have a good match with anybody. He can wrestle a broomstick and it'll be four and a half stars. <laughs> so I mean, what, what are your what are your thoughts on uh, RK Bro and them winning the tag team championships? Are they the new team? Hell no. They are super over. I mean, fans love them. I mean, that they are there for that. 
And um, I honestly, I mean, I, I think that they, they play off each other. Well, I mean, you know, having Randy as a straight man is perfect. And, and riddles just goofy enough to like, to make it work. And um, I mean, you know, obviously who knows if it's going to be, you know, Royal rumble or WrestleMania or whatever it is. But I mean, you know, a few months as our RK bro champions, and then, you know, the inevitable split because Randy can't be trusted to be partners with anybody for a long term. Yeah. I think, uh, I, whenever they lose the titles that I think that that night or after that moment, Randy will just RKO riddle and they'll go in to have a, uh, a, a big, big singles match. Maybe we're in August. I could, I could see them having that singles match or probably like the Royal rumble or something. Yeah. I mean, but you know, it all depends on how far you get out. If they don't have it there, then I mean, maybe a WrestleMania or it could start a Royal rumble and go. Yeah. I, I could see riddle like eliminating, uh, Randy in the Rumble, every man for himself, bro. You know, something corny like that. Uh, The last thing I want to touch on from Monday Night Raw, um, they did moist TV. Uh, John Morrison had uh, Logan Paul on there, and Miz comes out there. He's upset he wasn't a guest on the uh, show. And uh, so Miz has a match with Xavier Woods. Johnny Drip Drip with all the gimmicks and all the water. You know, Miz is slipping all over the place. He – John Morrison's causing distractions from the ref. All in all, Woods gets the win. And Miz, you know, he 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 attacks. Miz can't be trusted either. And so um Yeah, I that was a really uh, it was kind of a really awkward night for the for Miz and Morrison because the the stuff with Logan Paul was a little off, I thought, too. I mean, I don't know. It was just a little bit. Like, cause it's, it's always strange when you have heels that are kind of a little baby face-ish that are interviewing a person who's not well liked by the audience. And so like, it's, it's really, really strange. Cause they're trying to play off of each other. And it's like, well, you know, it was more like Miz and, and Logan Paul trying to like say, okay, well, who, who is the crowd going to hate less? That's that's true. Um, and I like I like uh, Miz Miz throwing out that I should have been wrestling for championships at SummerSlam, but instead I was in a stupid segment with you. I, I did like that. And I mean, this guy he like in like February he was the WWE champion. Like let's not let's not lose that. You know, um, maybe they can because they I mean they had that feud back in the day when Miz was champion. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe we get a more serious side of John Morrison and. It finally elevates him, and maybe he could become a serious contender for Bobby Lashley at some point in time, just kind of like a traditional contender because they, they do that. They like to have different uh, people wrestle the champion for all the all the uh, different pay-per-views every month. True. I, I think Morrison is ridiculously good. I mean, and, you know, he's he proved that on Lucha Underground. I mean – even in, in his first WWE run, I'm, I was honestly a little surprised when he came back that he went right in with Miz, like basically went right back into the old days, you know. But I, th- I mean, I I think it worked, you know, for the for the point in time. But once they started doing this drip stick stuff, it was just like, all right, uh, it's we're kind of we're kind of we've kind of run our course. And I think their 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 whole drip stick thing was trying to. 
get to get them to kind of rejuvenate them because they, you know, they'd been running with each other for a long time. Yeah. Uh, um, but Hey man, I mean, Morrison was the truth in Lucha underground. He did his thing in uh, impact as uh, Johnny impact. And uh, he did some stuff in triple A, which was really cool. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully this, uh, ele- Oh Jesus, that's my email. Hopefully this ele- <laughs> elevates him. <laughs> uh, into probably us or even world championship contention. Right. Uh, and I, I, and I think, I think with, um, with Morrison, Morrison came back almost two years ago. Yes. And he came and they came back and they won the titles. So like, I mean, I, you know, I, I love Morrison. I'm a huge Morrison fan. And, and, and I, you know, I like Miz too, but I'm, but I, I'm a really big fan of Morrison and I, I really want to see him excel, you know, in a, in a single situation. So hopefully you know, they can get through this Ms. Morrison stuff and then maybe Johnny can get, get it going on his own. Yeah. They need to, uh, the draft will help them. They'll, they'll need to be separated because when he originally back in the day, when Morrison got drafted to SmackDown, he was holding his own in yeah. IC and world title matches with the likes of Ray Mysterio and Jeff Hardy. So I think that'll be something very interesting. Uh, Mike, was there anything else from Monday night raw that stood out to you that you want to touch on or, or is that it? Well, I think that, uh, you know, we talked about the kind of the angle with, with Riddle and AJ uh, Styles and, and almost and stuff. Yeah. But I think I, I thought that was a great match. That was the main event of Raw. I mean, I thought that was an outstanding singles match. I, I thought, man, I'm using outstanding a lot tonight. It was a great singles match, Riddle uh, getting the win over, over AJ Styles. It was phenomenal. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, AJ can do no wrong in there, man. And he's busting out stuff that he was doing back, like, during the X Division days. I'm like, okay, AJ still got it, man. He's still got a lot left in the tank. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they do. And um, I'm just waiting on the – because I don't I don't know. How long do you think they keep AJ and almost together? Like, almost – he's not ready to leave. Right. You know? That's a great – that's a great question because I think uh, – um, because almost hasn't not been pinned. And they can't even get an RKO on it. I thought that the ultimate goal with that is to, you know, neither of them can RKO him, right? So I think at some point it's going to be a double RKO in the in the, re, in the rematch. I think. I mean, that's at least where I would maybe go with it. I mean, Riddle, he's pretty agile. Maybe he gets that huge bicycle knee on on almost, and that leads to Randy hitting probably the biggest RKO he's ever hit. Maybe yeah. And for the uh, for the one two three. But, but uh, I'm enjoying RK Bro, so I, I think that that's something that I hope sticks around for a while. Yeah, I've been very critical of Matt Riddle in uh, in the past in past recordings, but uh, I'm I'm finally coming around to it. I'll say that, <laughs> and uh, the eventual AJ versus almost match is going to be something that's going to be a, a a very unique aesthetic. I'll, I'll say. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a difficult task. AJ's great, man. So it'll it'll work. I will. It will it'll work. Um, before we get out of here, I do want to put over Stockton Con one more time, September 11th and 12th. That's coming up in a couple weeks. Um, that's a big weekend for the for uh, like NorCal. You know, you got West Coast Pro on the 10th. You Stockton Con 11th and 12th. Uh, Ugwa on the 12th later in the night or later in the day at night in San Jose. So a lot of big things are happening. Like we said, you know, the click's gonna be there against Scott Hall. Kevin Nash, uh, X-Pac, Lisa Marie Varen, Victoria, you just announced. We got uh, Booker T, King Booker. Uh, we, we got Kate Flannery. 
Uh, who, who else we got here? Uh, I don't want to butcher anybody's name. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren Landa, uh, Justin Greenwood, uh, and just the, just the, just a lot of other just a lot of other talent, man. And plus, we obviously you have the vendors and Stockton Con is in the Stockton Arena. It, it it's cool, man. I I, I love it. I, I'll be at the, I'll be at day one for sure. Yeah, and uh, and Supreme Pro Wrestling will be uh, putting on a show during the first day as well. Oh, word! You're gonna okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, they will set up the uh, the ring right out in front of the main entrance of Stockton Arena. They'll only be there Saturday only, but uh, they'll do a show that starts throughout the morning, and they'll do kind of a a run of matches throughout the day. Okay. Do you, do you know who's wrestling? Who's on the card? We don't have any announced matches yet, but, uh, but keep, keep looking at, uh, Stockton con on our uh, social media. We'll be announcing some stuff as we get closer and, um, hit the stockingcon.com to see all the other guests and that sort of thing. All right. Mike Miller, ladies and gentlemen, Mike, thank you so much for coming on, man. I appreciate it, man. Uh, anytime you need me, I'm here. Absolutely. I'll pick you over Huey. <laughs> I appreciate that a lot. All right, Mike. See what?